0: With Paul and Woody, check it,
1: check, it, check it out. Turn it on, turn it up. You're my radio. Here's Paul and Woody for Macca's. The Chicken Clubhouse is back now in the Macca's Gourmet Creations range. Available after 10:30 a.m. I'll
2: tell you what. Woods, a while back, be a couple of years now. Jackie Lambie warned us about the Chinese, huh. and we opened up Hobart's Bunkers. With the permission of then Mayor Damon Thomas. He did
3: call the show because some would say maybe you were overreacting Mm. when she said the Chinese were coming and you thought we'd gone to war already.
2: Yeah, well, Damon Thomas helped us with a backup plan. He
3: did actually offer us the keys to the bunker.
2: This morning I will have to call on the aid of uh, Lord Mayor Siohickey.
3: Oh, God, you two aren't friends, though.
2: I know, I know, but you've got to put differences aside. If you've watched the most recent episode of Game of Thrones... That's what apparently is trying to happen in Westeros because you've got to put differences aside because sometimes there's an enemy and the enemy is greater than all good parts combined.
3: You know, I've uh, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life Mm. and I have a lot of regrets. To have
2: time to list them all? No, but
3: probably the biggest one for me was telling you that I'd watched Game of Thrones this morning. This is awesome. I should have said no because as soon as I said yeah, yeah I watched it last night, your eyes lit up and now I've been getting
2: history lessons yep. of Game of Thrones. I've been taking you through the lineage my of Targaryens.
3: head actually is hurting. Yep.
2: The reason why it's mayhem this morning and you might look out your window and see people running. Oh. Julie Bishop, our Minister for Foreign Affairs, yeah. Federal Minister for Foreign Affairs, has pretty much declared war on New Zealand. And my understanding is the Kiwis aren't going down without a fight. But they wouldn't, would they? Not at all. They're a little bit like the people of the north in Game of Thrones. I oh, see? They're you... made of tougher stuff.
3: If you tie everything back to Game of Thrones, which is not a real-life scenario,
2: I'm going to have had it. I'm likening us to the Targaryens this morning, okay? Maybe we don't ride dragons. We can, I don't know... Ride a Tessie Devil. I don't
3: even think that would be. You
2: know, it's not the you right know. size, is no, it? No, it's. About those? Oh, no, that wouldn't work either. Think of the. I've Just ridden little... a donkey. We are going to be riding donkeys across okay. the ditch. <laughs> donkeys don't fly. We'll be riding donkeys oh. standing on boats.
0: Okay, great.
2: And it's on. Like Donkey Kong.
0: Oh, boy!
3: Who wrote that one for you?
2: Girls, I'm talking before. That wasn't bad, but come on, girls.
0: Um, what do you mean not bad?
2: Uh, we're going to tell you how to yeah. take up arms. We're going to tell you how to defend your family yeah. because I don't know if the Kiwis are coming or if we're going there.
3: We're also going to intervene in the rivalry that is the east side of the bridge versus the west side. It's a very war-orientated show, it is, isn't it? It is war. That is coming up, plus how you could be seeing pink on our world-famous rooftop. Oh, yeah,
2: and um, Kim Jong has missiles ready, so we might do that oh, bit as well. This
3: is just going to be three hours of... I don't know, war chat. ...emergency broadcasting. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're going to make it. I oh,
1: Woody. glorious, glorious. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Feel glorious. glorious.
3: 12 past six, Hobart's hit, 100.9, Paul and Woody.
2: Has Julie Bishop, Minister for Foreign Affairs, accidentally declared war on New Zealand? Who would have thought a woman in a pantsuit okay. would declare war on one of our longest allies? I mean, a country that we, well, I guess we didn't phone them up in 1901, probably sent them a pigeon and said, hey, do you want to be part of Federation? I mean, they are our friends across the ditch. Of course, we've never had an issue with them. We usually love the Moody, mm-hmm. and geez, we had some fun when we found out that our deputy prime minister, Barnaby Joyce, was in fact a New Zealander. Yeah, I, mean. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I was ready to wear
4: that. <laughs> I just thought, what a
2: fine, fine way to stretch our arms across the ocean and hug our Kiwi cousins.
3: But to have someone. That's the Deputy Prime Minister that's a dual citizen. Yeah. No. no
2: what, a, what a fine way it's actually not. of showing that we're, you know, what a, what a great way of celebrating the Anzacs. Okay. By having a New Zealand citizen in a position of power to make decisions in this country. Yeah, and
3: it's a conflict of interest.
2: Uh, yeah, but is but it really?
3: But that's why you think. can't hold a dual citizenship.
2: Yeah, I like to think of our parliament as an Anzac biscuit.
3: Do you? Yeah. Okay.
2: D- just a big mishmash of people. And you put them all in the oven together and nom, 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 Oh, you've lost it. But no, Julie Bishop didn't like it. Words like collusion have been used. Yeah. Collusion with the New Zealand government. Okay. All Now, this is all because Julie Bishop is suggesting that a member of the Australian Labor Party got on the blower to a member of the New Zealand Labor Party and said, hey, uh, Barnaby Joyce, do you want to do a little bit of a uh, database search on this guy? And apparently the member of the Labor Party in New Zealand obliged and that's how we found out that Barnaby Joyce was in fact a New Zealander. Is it collusion? Is there a conspiracy? Oh, come on. There are cries of conspiracy. Now, Julie Bishop has been pointing her bony finger, and she does have little sort of bony fingers. Okay, Paul. I've met her in person. I've seen the pantsuit in person, in the flesh, as it were. Big fan of Millers, that woman. <laughs> no, that's the sort of stuff you get from Millers. Well, uh, She's I, pointed the bony oh. finger, and I am worried that she has annoyed the Kiwis, mm. and they are ready... To go to war. Oh,
3: not to be dramatic or anything, Paul. So this is what I want you to do. Okay.
2: I want you to go to your fridges. I want you to throw out your kiwi fruit.
3: Oh, stop
5: it.
2: I want you to put your chilli bins. Can we not do the extra? Add on your footpaths. I want you to throw out your woollen jumpers. Because it's time for us to put our foot down. And I don't want your foot dressed in a jandal. It's time that we show the New Zealanders what's for. Okay? You can take back your Russell (laughs) Crowe's because it's on. And you know what we need to do as an Australian people, as a society? We need to put systems in place that won't allow this sort of collusion and conspiracy to happen. For instance, like oh. Section 44 of the Constitution, okay. which doesn't allow someone to be a dual citizen in government. Oh,
3: right. Okay. <laughs> or we could just not be so dramatic.
2: Instead so, sort of, <laughs> of what we've already got, Julie.
3: <laughs> it's Paul and Woody on Home RT at
1: 16 past 6. It's Paul and Woody Podcast. Oh.
3: Nineteen 19.6, Hobart's hit, 100.9, Paul and Woody in 10. We've got an R&B hit for you, plus trending now and tickets to the movies watch. Um, can
2: I just uh, thank everyone that's gotten on board because we're at war with New Zealand. Julie um. Bishop has declared war. And I just want to thank Gary, who has tweeted us to say that he's thrown out all his DVDs of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. So good on you, Gary. Well just- done. It's a sign of solidarity. We're not going to take this lying down. Well done.
0: Okay.
3: All right. Why do I feel like it's going to be a very long morning?
2: Yeah. Well, well, war's not easy.
1: Oh, Jesus! What you are hearing is Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Twenty-seven past six.
3: Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody have got tickets to the movies to give away in 10.
2: I challenge you to a dance-off. Idris Elba in The Dark Tower.
3: Yeah, that's on its way. Plus in Trending Now, Geez, you got to be careful if you try to lie to authorities.
2: What? It's not Paulini again, is it? So, <sighs> what has she done now?
3: This is about jury duty.
2: Oh, right.
3: <laughs> you got to be careful what you try to do to get out of it. Okay. This is the biggest bust that I've come
2: across.
3: Oh. Did you ever do your jury duty? We should I, get to that. I or am I putting you in a
2: no, no compromising no, I position. I sat down there for five days, as you would remember. I've kind of forgotten, but um,
3: because you're often not here anyway, so I think I just
2: <laughs> for some reason uh, nobody wanted me on their jury.
3: Were you trying to be on the jury? Yes. Yeah, Okay, so, so most I kept people to get out of it. In,
2: yeah. And then I'd sit there, and then through the vetting process of the solicitors, I'd always be eliminated from the jury. But you'd
3: be... I know you. You're a heckler. So I could imagine you trying to do a bit of stand-up gear in between. Uh, no, the,
2: I like, i just did a few jokes. Yeah, see, so this know, is the problem. There you, was an assault case, and what? I spotted the suspect, and I said, well, he looks guilty. Oh. And then there was another case where in which there was a woman that... Um, they were trying to deal with her for credit card fraud. And um, I said something like, um, well, I could never convict someone looking that fine. I
1: was oh, like, this oh, this so. is like just awful. So they wouldn't have me. Okay. Hits, hey, hey, Paul and Woody podcast. Trending now at hit.com.au.
3: This chick is being slammed online because she... A post up complaining about her two thousand dollar engagement ring. Oh. She said it was too small, especially when her future husband earned six figures. Oh. Um because you know that they say you should spend about ten percent of your annual salary
2: for an engagement ring. Okay, so is he earning six figures yeah. a year? Yeah. So let's say it's a hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. So ten percent of that is so she wanted a ten thousand yes. dollar ring minimum. And she only got a two thousand dollar one. And a lot of,
3: but a lot of people think that that's the number that you spend ten percent. My only problem is I don't want to carry a mortgage around on my finger. No way. Because That's what that's like of for me. It is. You know what would happen to me? I'd lose oh, it. I'd yeah.
2: drop it. I'd, How many iPhones have you smashed?
3: I, you know, maybe get hungry one night and swap it for a Big Mac. Like, I you were say
2: maybe you'd swallow it accidentally. <laughs>
3: no.
2: You'd had a big bowl of burger rings, and at the end you want to lick the oh. burger ring salty stuff off your fingers and you accidentally you ring. How, okay. it was an odd sentence. I didn't see that coming. How blurry. much?
3: You didn't see that coming? It's coming from your mouth.
2: <laughs>
3: if you don't know where your words are going, know. then we are... Uh... Sometimes
2: I start a sentence and I don't know when it's going to finish. It's I... just potluck. <laughs> okay.
1: Trending. Oh,
2: Donald, get off Twitter. This is not the week to be on Twitter. Sorry. He accidentally re... Well, I shouldn't even say accidentally because that's the story that we're being told by the White House. He retweeted a white supremacist, a known white supremacist, oh, God. and then he put up one of those videos. You know these videos that do the rounds where one thing has a Donald Trump face on it yeah. and another thing has a CNN logo, and it was a person being run over by a train. Nice. Not this week. No. And it's certain. The White House are saying that, oh, you know, it's an accident. We all make mistakes about what we retweet. This guy has the codes. I know. I don't want him slipping a finger. Yes. Like, I've never accidentally retweeted something. Because if I press the retweet button, it retweets. Yes. Hot water, red. Cold water, blue. Come on.
1: Trending.
3: A man tried to get out of jury duty by arguing that his English skills were too poor. Hmm. To sit on a jury oh. They did a bit of uh, investigation into it And it was not back after it was revealed He graduated <laughs> from a university in Sydney <laughs> With a commerce slash <laughs> law, degree. A law degree A law degree No And he's trying to get out of jury I don't duty I do know why
2: people want to get out of jury duty I was desperate to serve on a jury And I sat down there in the room for five days yeah. You know, down at Salamanca and no one would select me for their jury But
3: that's because you're a heckler. You When you get nervous, you make really bad jokes
2: That's ridiculous No, but you do,
3: and you were doing it I with was, those No,
2: I was really low-key Like, Admittedly, I walked in on the first day And I hummed And every time one of the lawyers said something of significance I went dun, dun. Oh
3: my Trending well, The lawyers trending now And Scoopler, it's up at hithobart at hit.com.au. Here's a track from our old school album. It's on iTunes right now. Tickets to the movies next and spin that wheel. Paul and Woody. Hits Paul and Woody
1: Podcast. Tip 100.9, Paul and Woody. Hits Paul and Woody.
3: City. spin that wheel. Stack of games on the wheel. Whatever we spin up is what we're playing today. We're playing for a double pass to see the Dark Tower. Well,
2: I challenge you to a dance-off Idris Elba.
3: And Matthew McConaughey in cinemas August 17. Did Great. you see Amber Heard's tweets at Barnaby Joyce yesterday? She was throwing shade. Oh, I was waiting for it. I didn't know if it was going to be her or Johnny
2: yeah.
3: or both. But the first one... Uh, well, to comfort to comfort Mr. Joyce in his hour of need, I have sent him a box of New Zealand's finest kiwi fruit, assuming this passes his biosecurity laws. <laughs> <It's> very good. <laughs> and she sent a picture of the kiwi fruit, it and then good. she rolled it up. She she hadn't, wasn't done with just there with just that. She said, "When Barnaby Joyce said no one is above the law, I didn't realise he meant New Zealand law." Oh, stop,
2: she's doing some stop. good here because she's been in Australia of late. Like- She plays uh, Aquaman's wife in the Aquaman movie that's been filming in Queensland. Yeah. There's a bit of an irony there, isn't it? Because she was in Queensland last time around with the dogs because of Pirates of the Caribbean 12 or whatever they're up to. (laughs) Now she's back there again. Sans Johnny. Lots of games on the wheel. The game we spin up is the game that we'll play this morning. Where are you from?
3: Uh, Of all... Days to do it is
2: today. Well, it's probably a good day to do it because some of us might be New Zealanders and we don't know it. There is a suggestion that there's a fair chunk of Australians that are technically New Zealanders if they had parents born there or indeed grandparents born there. So maybe it's time to check your papers and get out.
3: I think we're allowed to be dual citizens. (laughs) No. I just don't think you're allowed
2: to. It's got to be a blanket rule. I would
3: be happy to be a dual citizen. Oh, God,
2: yes. Then you've got somewhere to go.
3: If you could um, have any dual citizenship, what would it be to what country?
2: Maybe a really modern country that, I don't know, allows marriage equality. Yes. That'd be a good one. Yes. Rather than living in the dark ages. (laughs) All right, so 13, 12, 16. Where are you from? Woody will talk to you for 30 seconds, and after the 30 seconds, she'll try to guess where you're from.
3: Paul and Woody,
1: hit 100.9. It's Paul and Woody Podcast. Ten to seven. Kiss Paul and Woody. Spin, right now, right now, right now. Sit Sit spin that wheel. 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 Stack of games on the wheel. Whatever
3: we spin up is what we're playing today. And we just spun up. Where are you from?
1: Mm.
2: This is where Woody talks to you for 30 seconds. And from your answers, she'll determine where you live. You might end up being a New Zealander. Who knows? Good morning, Ben.
3: Hello, Ben. Oh. Oh. Maybe he was, and that's why he hung up. Did he panic? Next person through. I'm just going to give you the movie tickets because we're running yeah, late. Yeah, do that.
2: 13, 12, 16. And regardless of whether or not you're a dual citizen, oh, I'm think, not going to let but Julie Bishop stop us. This
3: is what you forget. What? Is it's just not okay for people in politics to be No, dual I citizens. think
2: Section 44 of the Constitution should be broadened out.
3: No, but I know people that have dual citizenships with, like, Australia nah. and Indonesia. Nah. What? What's, what are you laughing at? No, I'm
2: just saying that it's, it's time. It's time.
3: That you can only be an Australian yeah. citizen.
2: There we go. Why don't we take that one?
3: Oh,
2: what
3: yes. I can't. Oh, I don't know. Hey, 100.9, who's this? Chelsea. Hi, oh, Chelsea. You've got tickets to the movies. Oh, thank you.
2: Congratulations, you won the competition. Can we just
3: ask, where
4: are you from? Uh, Kingston.
2: Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, dual citizen?
4: Uh,
2: no. Mm, um, have you checked? No, uh, no, I'm 100% Devonport. Okay, all right then. Um, <laughs> well, I'm... don't say it like
4: it's a nah, it's bad a... thing. No, not. <laughs> One of my
3: best friends is in Devonport. <laughs>
2: yeah, she's good. She's a good finger painter. Um, oh, Chelsea, him, Chelsea. Uh, we, we will pass your details on to Julie Bishop, just in case, okay? Pardon? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> have, have a good day. <laughs>
1: Australia. It's Paul and Woody podcast. We announced
3: it yesterday, Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Pink is doing our world famous rooftop. Oh,
2: my God. Can you
3: believe it?
2: Can you believe that Tommy Little gets to go?
3: Okay, you know, on that. What? On that. Why did you do that? You ruined the Pink announcement because you're upset Tommy Little's going. Who used to get your Coke zeros? You had to make an on-air apology for that yesterday. No. Yes, you did. Yeah, okay. A show. Yeah, but
2: that's irrelevant to me saying that Tommy Little is going. Yeah, but I'm not... the
3: way you said it oh. then.
2: I said it in a positive tone. Now we're going
3: to have to do the apology all over again.
2: Tommy Little's going. Yeah, I know. Good on him. All right? I'm happy for him. He's okay. gone on to bigger and better things than me. Okay? Whatever. Get over it.
4: Well, the next. kid used to get me a oh, Coke okay. Zero at
2: the outside broadcasts. He used to drive me around in the Jeep. Good on him. This is me happy.
3: Anyway, I'm going to tell you about how you could get yourself uh, to see Pink in hmm. LA like next. Tommy
0: Little. Hey, Mission
1: Andy. It's Paul and Woody Podcast. Get up, get up with Paul and Woody. Fallen Woody for Macca's. The Chicken Clubhouse is back. Now in the Macca's Gourmet Creations range. Available after
3: 10.30am. It was a huge announcement and one that had been in the works for years. Massive. Pink on our world-famous rooftop. It's
2: taken a lot to get her.
3: And you could be going to see her, Hobart. It is invite only and only can you win your way there yeah. through us here at Hit 100.9. I'm going to tell you how you can do that in just a tick, but it was just... After so many resources went into this and yeah. so much work.
2: And big shout out to everyone behind the scenes that made it happen. Good on you guys. You
3: ended up making it about yourself well, to that's... the point that yesterday on Apprentice Mason's show, the Apprentice Mason experience, mm. you had to make a formal apology.
5: Good morning, Hit 100.9. Mace Woods. Hey, what's going on? We've just got out of a meeting with the boss and Paul has to make an apology, a formal apology for something you did on the
3: show today. So could you please hold for Paul Hogan? Yep. Oh,
5: I can't wait for this. Yeah, hi, Mace. Hey, would you like me to put you live on air? Uh, Well, too late, because you already are. Uh, What have you got for us?
2: I have to, um, as instructed by the general manager of the station, I have to make a formal apology to anyone that was (laughs) in the room and witnessed my outburst uh, once I found out that Tommy Little got to go... To see Pink with all the winners overseas.
5: (laughs) This is for Pink's um, performing on the world famous rooftop, and Tommy Little was invited.
2: Yeah, we don't have to repeat it. Um, I just want to rub it in. (laughs) I. I, um, Hang on a minute. I've just. Hang on a minute. I've just. I've got to read from the sheet. Hang on a minute. Mm -hmm. Hang on. Give me a tick. Um, Tommy Little is a great asset to our company, and regardless of whether or not he used to be responsible for bringing my Coke Zeroes to me during outside broadcasts on a show that I previously appeared on. I should feel happy for Tommy Little. I should feel proud that Tommy Little worked beneath me at one stage, and I should feel proud of the fact that he has gone on to do bigger and better things.
5: Maybe just use your own words rather than read it. Wow, well, I mean, are the script. words I've
2: been given, mate, and they've been shoved down my throat, and now I'm giving them to you,
5: okay? All right, okay, don't right. bring your bloody anger out on me. Oh, this phone never works.
2: You know Tommy Little gets a cordless phone? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do I get? Oh. Tin pot breakfast show. Oh. Uh,
5: doesn't even know how to hang up a phone.
2: <laughs> and I'll, I meant that sincerely.
5: What, that you've off that
3: Tommy Little's going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not going, but you could be going Hobart. you got to become yes. a hit, VIB, at hit.com.au. Mm. Can you imagine
2: being on that plane?
3: Oh, no, with Tommy Little. Well,
2: you'd ask me seats, wouldn't you? Oh, to seats, That was you oh,
4: drive
3: me up the What? Way. What? Don't
4: what? Don't...
5: And there's something.
1: Hits, Paul and Woody podcast. Are you.
3: 13 past 7 on Hobart's hit, 100.9 Paul and Woody. 7 in the city, but I'm hearing reports it's 15 on the eastern shore. Yeah,
2: this is bull. This is BS. No, this is BS. Um, And I love our Facebook mates. Yeah. I think they're fantastic, but there's a bit of BS flying around. The discrepancy in temperatures between the eastern side of the bridge and the western side of the bridge seems false to me.
3: It's always... I've lived here my
2: whole life, right?
3: and it's always and it's always been a known fact that the eastern side of the bridge is warmer, at least by a few degrees. Always. I, have a listen to is. the
2: discrepancy in okay. some of these numbers, okay? This is all within yeah. the last nine minutes. Now, what are you saying the temperature is here on the western...? 7.2, to, 7.2 to be 7.2. precise. I'm being told that South Arm is 11. Dromedary is 4. The eastern side of the bridge in general from Angela is 8. The western side of the bridge in general from Emma... Is six. O's, downs is eight. This doesn't make any so sense. So it is warmer. So that's what it's saying. No, but this makes no sense what you- whatsoever. I think people have got uh, thermometers that are wrong. No, I honestly do. How can there be that much discrepancy? We're talking about a discrepancy, in some instances, of seven degrees within a few kilometres of each other.
3: We're taking your temp this morning, 13, 12, 16, if you want to add to it, your yeah. suburb and what's your temp right now. Please well, add to th- the conversation, and I
2: want you? accuracy, because this does not make sense. You
3: bought a thermometer.
2: Yeah, well, I, I wanted to make sure... Don't come
3: near me. It's the wrong <laughs> thermometer. Did you pick that up from a vet?
2: <laughs> it hasn't been used... Oh, I've had one owner, an Alsatian.
3: <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you. A thermometer is something you do not want to get second hand.
2: Well, you've never bought a second hand thermometer don't... on Gumtree. <laughs> I had one delivered by a woman. What? I said, where do... is it? And she said, turn around. <laughs> no, I think okay. that some of this is just inaccurate. For it to be four degrees in Dromedary yeah. and 11 in South Arm, like that is a seven degree difference. That's massive.
3: Yeah, but regardless, if you t- if you tallied them all up and gave it an average, the Eastern Shore would be warmer. You're no, just it would- numbers out Why of your not? head. i not. It is well known. I hope I help me out here 13, 12, 16. It is well known the Eastern Shore. But how is can a- that be? They call it the
2: sunny side. But it's a matter of kilometres. It's not like the sun is closer. To the eastern shore it, it is
3: always warmer I can guarantee you. I can It can be raining in the city And as soon as I cross the bridge It clears Well then
2: Going by that theory What is it The sun Oh this is going to take a while What is it the sun This is like my mum explaining something The sun goes up in the east Yeah Right So theoretically In the morning maybe it's warmer
4: Yeah
2: But then as the day progresses Wouldn't it end up Being warmer in the west As the sun Sets in the west no. Well, <laughs> did you just say no for the hell of it then? Yes. Right, because I'm trying to bring some sides to the table, and you just no. Like you almost said fake news. That
3: was my next two words. Fake news. So help us out here on yeah, 13, 12, do. 16. Please. It's Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul wants to test it after eight. Yes. With his thermometer.
1: Because I just don't think it makes sense. It's Paul and Woody podcast.
3: 19 past seven on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, I mean, we've got so many calls to get through, but please keep trying on 13, 12, 16. I think it's
2: a common fallacy that the weather's better on the eastern shore.
3: We're taking your temp this morning. Paul's got his thermometer.
2: Yeah, and we... Big shout-out to our Facebook mates. Yeah. I love them. But some of the discrepancies in these numbers seem bizarre. I mean, let's be honest. It only takes a couple of minutes to drive from one suburb to the other... But we're hearing discrepancies of seven degrees.
3: It's always sunnier on the eastern shore. It's always been known as the sunny side. And I know you're going to test this after eight. I want facts. Hi, Lynn. Hi. Hi. It's
2: sunnier on the eastern shore. It's
3: much warmer. I travel into the city every day and I lose
4: about two degrees.
2: Now, Lynn, this isn't just because you're a parochial eastern shore girl. No.
4: I've only been living there since February. I move down
3: from up north, and yes, it is warmer there. See, it's warmer on the... And people have said this. As soon as they cross the bridge, they watch the temperature go down.
2: Yes, it
4: drops two to three degrees every day.
2: day. By the time you get to the other side of the bridge?
4: Yes, and it rains more in the city than what it does over there.
3: Yeah, it does as well. That's true.
4: I need
2: a rain gauge as well then. Oh,
4: my God. Yes, you do.
2: (laughs) We need a rain gauge and a thermometer. And because we've, the yep. thermometer that we ended up with is apparently a second-hand one from a vet. So, all right, we'll get a rain gauge and a thermometer then. Keep okay.
3: adding to it on 13, 12, 16 up at Hobart. What
4: you are hearing is not
3: a test. It's Paul and Woody podcast. 37 past 7 on Hobart's hit, 100.9, Paul and Woody. Um, Paulie's going to be taking your temp, Hobart, after 8. That's right. And you, sh- you just want to disprove that it's warmer on the eastern shore because it's it's just known. No, no,
2: I don't want to disprove it. I just want to get. I want to come to a finding based on facts. And I think what happens is that you eastern shore folk, folk, are very parochial, yeah. And I think that you like to believe that it's warmer on the eastern shore, when in fact that makes no geographical geogra- sense whatsoever. So, therefore the findings are fictitious. So I've taken it upon myself to find a thermometer and I'm going to stick my thermometer into the eastern shore Okay. in the next half hour.
3: <laughs> That's very appetising, isn't it? Yes. Um, next I'll warm got...
2: it up first, don't worry.
1: An R&B Kids, hit. Paul and Woody podcast.
3: Kids, we'll
1: Paul and Woody with Hobart's biggest movie buff. Oh my
3: Screening now for Village Cinemas Hobart. A world of movie
5: experiences.
3: Hobart's biggest movie buff is here. Mel, you picked Hobart to review movies for you. Hey, Mel. We Uh, want to talk about this
2: movie. We want to talk about the movie that all of social media is talking about. It's a Judd Apatow film. The man behind things like Bridesmaids. This is 40. 40 40-year-old virgin. The Netflix series Love. Tell us about The Big Sick, Melanie.
0: Okie dokie. So I had heard that The Big Sick was hilarious, funniest movie ever, blah, 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 all this stuff. It wasn't that funny. I really liked it. I I, I really liked the movie. It wasn't hilarious. Like, I didn't... It had funny parts, but it wasn't as funny as I was kind of expecting.
2: We were thinking um, lulls in the aisle sort of stuff.
0: No, no. Like, it gave you a few chuckles, but nothing nothing like Bridesmaids or those movies that just make you, re- like, have massive belly
3: laughs. So what is it? Is it kind um, of a drama as well? It's a romantic comedy. It's, yes.
0: It's a, well, it is, it's a romantic comedy with kind of, like, without giving too much away, um, his girlfriend gets sick. So that's... And then, so it's about that with, you know, with, with comedic kind of bits. I, I did really like it. It's a really good movie and I really enjoyed it. It wasn't as funny as I was expecting.
2: Well, what about the two leads? Do you fall in love with them? Do you fall in love with their love?
0: Yes, absolutely. Oh, the main character, he's, he's it's such a good... And did you know it's actually a true story? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. No? Either. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, it's a tr- So the main actor, it's his story.
2: Oh, he actually wow. plays himself.
0: Get out. Yeah, he plays himself in this movie. Sorry, who is the
3: lead again?
2: Kumail <laughs> Nanjiani.
0: That's it.
3: <laughs> you
0: can see why I gave it to Paul to have a look at Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he's so he was brilliant. He's a stand up comedian and um obviously um got into acting and um he's yeah, he's just played himself in this
2: movie. And other than Holly Hunter and Ray Ray Romano. Romano. It's a relatively unknown cast, isn't it? It is,
0: yeah. Yep. No, I didn't know any of the other actors, so it's um, all new kind of actors that you haven't seen before, which is actually kind of refreshing, going to a movie where it's not just the same faces.
3: Now, Mel, you haven't haven't been worried in the past to give movies the middle finger. Are you giving this the middle finger or the thumbs up? No, no, I'm
0: giving this one the big
3: thumbs up. Okay, great. It's Hobart's movie buff, Mel. Thank you for chatting with us, Mel. No worries at all. In 20 minutes, Paul's got his thermometer out and he's going to... What are you doing
2: to the eastern shore? (laughs) Take their temperature. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to take their temperature. I think that there is a massive fallacy flying around Hobart in regards to how warm it is on the eastern shore.
3: Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9.
1: It's Paul and Woody podcast. 18 away from
3: Ace on Hobart's hit 100.9. This is Phone Topic Roulette. We're going to pitch some phone topics at your ho bar. You can end the segment at any time by calling
2: 13 12 16. Oh, earlier in the week, I reported on the individuals doing a whiz on a train in Brisbane <sighs> because the train broke down and the doors were stuck for two and a half hours. They had no choice. But when you got to go, you got to go. Okay. Now, um, just to take it up a notch, a woman has. Dropped a whoopsie on a bus in Melbourne.
3: Oh, please tell me that was at least broken down. No.
2: no, Oh, no. Fight. So, I want to know. Dom. Where have you spotted someone? Oh,
3: really? Yeah. How would that...
2: Where have you caught him?
3: But then you're going to describe it and... No, you don't have to. You just have to
2: say, you know, um... Salamanca. Fountain. Fountain. <laughs> uh, he thought it was a bidet. <laughs> On, Paul. I want to know where well, you oh. spotted someone doing that.
3: Th- I don't. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. I've yeah. got something for you, actually.
2: Yeah. Is this for you? Okay. Oh. I, this is I a just secret little found
3: in my car, and I just wanted to pass it over to you.
2: What's that? And just have a quick look. Um. What have we got here? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Hang on. I left it oh. in the
3: back seat and it must have fallen down and I oh, couldn't work I just out. got a
2: whiff of it. This is Chinese takeaway because we sat down and had a Chinese meal about three weeks ago. I know. And, oh my God, I'm going to have to bag it.
3: The pole, it's not, I it's mean, it's horrible. moldy, but it's, it's moldy. I couldn't work out where the smell was coming from in my car. Oh my car. God. This is like three weeks of Chinese takeaway. <laughs> so I just want to know, 13, or 16, what's gone off in your car? Oh, my God. Oh,
2: settle down.
3: Oh, what's gone off in your
2: workplace?
3: Lunch is on me today. I'm double bagging.
2: Don't double bag. double bagging. Why would you double bag? Oh, my God. It's fried rice and sweet and sour pork. <laughs> oh, my God. It's You're waved at me.
3: <laughs> it's alive. Hit <laughs> 100.9 is this. Hi, it's Jess. Hi, Jess. What would you like to talk about? Please tell me it's my topic and not Paul's. No, it's Paul.
2: Oh, no. Oh, where did you catch someone?
0: Uh, I'm not going to say where I work. Okay. But I saw somebody, along with my workmates, Mm. pull their pants down and do a poo next to the bowling pin out at Moona. Great.
3: Big shout out to them. I mean, bowling pin.
0: We, we could not
2: believe our eyes. Did they drop a strike or a spare? Uh, it
3: was a spare. Okay. <laughs> Did we really have to? Can I just say Jeez. at this stage that we often go there to bowl and it's a have yeah, oh, never I, seen
2: I love any it. faeces. I love it. Or We've bowled on many occasions up yeah. at Moona and never have I dropped a spare in the car park.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's Paul and Woody podcast. i take a sword just as fast as I I'm going
5: to it slow, it's as fast as I
3: can. Nine away from eight, Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody's got his secondhand
2: thermometer. Yeah, and I'm taking the temperature of Hobart this morning. I'm just about to jump in the car and shoot out to the eastern shore because I think it's a bit of a fallacy when people say that the eastern shore is a lot warmer than the west.
3: No, it's been handed down through generations in my family. Generations yeah, after generations. but generation. because you're
2: all very parochial. Yeah, I know that, but it, I can guarantee you it
3: is always warmer on the eastern shore. I want shore. facts and figures. Uh, well, we've done some prelim research this morning here at Hobart or on 131216. We want to know your suburb and your temp right yes. now. So Apprentice Mace is going to go through the western shore, is he? Correct. And you're going to take on the eastern shore? Yes. All right. Hi, Bill. Hey,
4: how's it going? Good. Um, what's the temp where you are? I'm not sure. I've got an old Holden card. It doesn't have the temperature on here. That's okay. But um, That's right. yeah, I used to live in Montrose and it was always colder over there. We've recently moved to Oakdown this year and it's always warmer. you you sure what you like. You
3: know what Bell's given us? A feels like temperature, like they do <laughs> yep, on the news. Yep. And I love that.
2: I heard a bloke on the radio yesterday said it was seven degrees in Hobart, feels like 12. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's unreal. Because <laughs> he's inside. Why do you get a jumper on <laughs> <laughs> okay, Belle. No, well, there's evidence. Yep. I mean, she's gone from Montrose to the... Okay, yep, yep. righto. Thank I'll cop you, that. Yep. Thank I'll
3: you, Thank you. Hi, Tanya. Hello. How are you going? Good. Now, is it warmer where you live? Do you think it's warmer on the eastern shore? Always. <laughs> Whereabouts so are we on the eastern shore?
4: So I've lived at Midway Point, I've lived at Lindisfarne, and we're living in Tramere now. Beautiful. And I think the, the potentially the difference is that it's the way that the weather actually comes through so okay. you can actually yeah, you can actually be watching the clouds go across the mountain, and it, there's nothing on the eastern shore right. i don't know if there's anybody who knows more about the weather out there I'm sure that there are, but with the weather patterns, if you actually see the weather coming through very often it's on the western shore, and there's nothing on the eastern shore. it's sunny so yeah. maybe
2: there's a poor weather belt that runs <laughs> through the western shore. I mean, you hear about wind belts.
4: Yeah, well, there is something to it because uh, I know that living at Midway Point, it'd be nice and sunny there and you would actually feel the difference in the car coming in from Midway Point to Hobart.
3: Yeah, the and closer. one of the great yeah, things sorry. about living on the eastern shore is that I used to sit on my balcony when I lived in Ike Downs and you could watch the bad weather just cross over the west. It's almost like the Absolutely. dark side. Oh, right.
2: It's like Lion King. Yep. you're in your bikini <laughs> yeah. and I'm over here in an <laughs> because it's snowing. I look at them on the eastern shore. They're having another Mai
5: Tai.
4: But even, even on Br- uh, Bruni Island, yep. there are parts of Bruni Island that have a lot of rain, as I understand it, but there are parts of Bruni Island that don't. So it's well, we it's need to, to know
2: if the parts of Bruni Island that have lots of rain is the western side of Bruni yep. Island, because then we're on to something.
3: I reckon. Thanks <laughs> for your call. Good, Good luck with you. that. Cheers. Hi, Steve. <laughs> Morning, guys. How are you? What's what's going on? Yeah. Oh, I'm currently in Blackman's
2: Bay, and it's seven degrees. Seven in Blackman's Bay.
3: Okay, well, I've yep. got 7.2 in Melville Strait, so... And oh, what
2: you're suggesting, the closer you get to the bridge, yeah, the warmer it it's gets. it's getting
3: warmer already. But it is. Yeah.
2: That's- yeah, by the time you get to Davy Street, it's an absolute scorcher.
1: Hits <laughs> <laughs> Paul and Woody Podcast. Get up with Paul
0: and Woody. Shake guess guess
1: out. Turn it it my radio. Hits Paul and Woody first. The Chicken Clubhouse is back. Now in the Macca's Gourmet Creations range. Available after
3: 10.30am. Up next, we are doing Shore of Origin. Which side of the bridge is best? East or West? East victorious yesterday. So West, the carryover loses. Which means I need someone from the east side, the sunny side, the best side on 13, 12, 16. Paul is out of the studio at the moment because he is testing that fact that the eastern shore is in fact warmer and sunnier. He's got his temp and Tasha... You've rung in, but Paul's having... You having a bit of an issue driving, Paul?
2: The vehicle I've been driving would be a manual, and I haven't driven one <laughs> for about 15 years. Oh, no yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no! I'm just, I'm just giving the gears a bit of a workout. <laughs>
3: Don't crash the car, because we're giving it away.
2: Yeah, no, 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 it's good, it's good. It's, it's, it's good to just let the break the seal.
5: And just <laughs> so how can I help you? Is it Tasha?
4: Yes, it's Tasha. Oh, I was thinking was about the different temperatures on each side of the shore.
5: Yeah, yeah, great.
2: And, um, and what are you clocking in there?
4: Well, at the moment I'm eight degrees and I live out at Granton, but I also work out at Cambridge Park, so I see both sides every single day. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely
3: warmer on the Eastern Shore. Yep. Definitely. I mean, this is pretty much 100 but You might as well do uh, a donut. Well, not donut. A U-turn and come back to the station, pole because that's 100% of calls of people that travel into the city from the Eastern Shore or vice versa now, to now, it's warmer.
2: Look, I've got two reasons why I want to continue the study. The first one is I believe in facts and figures. The second one is that I've managed to put this into fourth gear and I can't drop it. <laughs>
4: Continue. Well, I, hope, yeah. I hope you don't meet any heel starts
2: on the way. Oh, no. I should have listened to my grandmother when she taught me how to do a hair start. Your grandmother? Wasn't she legally off. blind? Yeah, yeah, but uh, she used to say you could drive by smell. Oh. <laughs> All
3: right, thanks for, thanks for your call, Tasha. No worries. Bye. Okay, we are testing it. With Mason on the west side, Paul on the east side. The findings of that shortly, but right now it's a mashup,
4: Paul and
1: Woody. I remember when we broke up, the first time. It's Paul and Woody Podcast.
3: I'm flying solo at the moment. Paul and Apprentice Mason, uh, well, they've separated. Paul's on the east side of the bridge. And Mace on the west side. They're taking your attempt to see which side of the bridge is sunnier. And whilst I'm here doing everything, I just spoke with Apprentice Mace, who keeps turning on his windscreen wipers instead of his indicator. And Paul, who I just found out, can't drive a manual. So we'll see how that goes. Let's so. fight.
1: On hits, Paul and Woody. West Coast. West Coast. We're about to find the superior side of the Derwent. Is sure of origin, powered by Cash Converters. Sell your quality items now for instant cash, and you could win a car.
3: I'm sure I've got two smarter men joining me today, though. Even though one's from the hey, west side, you the missing out yesterday. Hey, Ashley.
4: How
3: you going? Yeah, so good. You're taking on from the east side, the sunny side, the best side. Dean, hi, Dean. Morning. We're ganging up on you a bit today, Ash. Oh,
5: that's all right. You know, used to that.
3: Oh, now (laughs) you made me feel bad. (laughs) God. All right. Here, this is how it works. Three questions. You can buzz in at any time. Your buzzer is the sign of the bridge you live on. All right. You ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Who is Daisy Duck's boyfriend? West. Yes, West.
4: Donald.
3: Yes, it is. Name one of Tom Cruise's former wives. West. Yes, West.
4: Nicole Kidman.
3: I mean, working with men can be easy. You fired
4: me up.
3: <laughs> you got me easy. 90 seconds. All right, well done. You've got $100 cash, Ashley, from the West.
4: Thank you very much.
3: No worries, Dean. It's you and I again tomorrow.
5: No worries. It's a
3: Pleasure. It's fallen you. I hope I've hit 100.9. Anjou. I'll check in with my other boys next. You
1: know it's Paul and Woody podcast. Quarter past yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hobart's here,
3: 100.9. Paul and Woody, 14 the top with a possible shower, eight in the city, but I'm hearing it's 15 degrees on the eastern shore. And that is what we're testing today. Apprentice Mace is ta- he's taking his temp. He's taking his tip.
5: <laughs> Not my temp. I'm taking Herobut's
3: Oh, Because <laughs> that doesn't sound less weird, Mace.
5: Like, you've got a thermometer and you're, what, passing Glenorchy at the moment? Uh, yeah, just pulled into the car park of the deck. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's and right, yeah. Paul's it's, on the uh, Eastern Shore, yeah.
2: It's easy to spot him because he's the one trying to shove a thermometer inside
5: himself. <laughs> In uh, the car
2: park of the deck. <laughs>
5: <laughs> this is your idea, mate. Let's not forget.
2: Uh, good idea. Look, I am cruising around the Eastern Shore this morning. Uh, a lot of people on the Eastern Shore are surprised to see a car. That's oh. good. A lot, of, uh, a lot of school kids are coming out and waving flags. It's a celebration over here. It's like when the Royals visit. <laughs> I've seen uh, three sheep on the Eastern Shore this morning. Uh, two of them were being dropped off at school by their mother. Oh, <laughs> But I
4: hate
2: to report this. Oh, I really hate to report this. When I left uh, Melville Street, it was seven degrees. Yes. From the moment I crossed the bridge and sort of passed through, I guess, that area that leads you off to uh, Rosny, Val
4: Yeah,
2: I'm almost in Sorrel now. It's been consistently 10
3: degrees. Yes! See, I knew this. You should have just taken my word for it. It's always sunnier on the eastern shore. Always. And
2: the, the sun, sun is a problem because there has been a lot of glare, and, and that's how I'm justifying my atrocious driving when it comes to a manual vehicle. Well,
3: you drive, well you're driving the car that we're giving away with cash converters,
2: and yes. you can't drive hello, a manual. Hello. I just hello. I, I almost collected uh, a granny in a cardigan.
4: Oh. Uh.
2: But that was that was that was not my fault. That was hers because uh, she has lived on the eastern shore
5: all her life, and she's never seen a motor vehicle before.
3: Stop it, Mace. Are you, you still got your thermometer out, or
5: yeah, got it out the window? <laughs> oh, well, out the window. Oh. What have you got out? Uh, all right, come on.
3: I mean, I know it's the west side, and things like that might happen on the west side. That <laughs> us chicks on the eastern shore—we're not
5: used to that. Let's just say I'm not the only one in the car park at the deck with things out. Anyway.
3: <laughs> Big shout out to our sponsors, the deck.
5: Yeah, we love the
2: deck. Yeah. We love the deck. I love the deck uh, personally too. Oh, okay, get enough of the deck. Uh, what temperature are we dealing with at the deck?
5: All right, well, I originally had the thermometer in the car and it was at 20 degrees and that's because I've got the heater on. <laughs> so I was thinking, wow, it's a really hot day. Uh, but I put it out the window for the last five or so minutes. And I reckon I'm getting a twelve.
3: Oh, so is, a twelve? Is there someone there that can supervise that? Because oh wow, if it's been oh, in we, your
5: we're going to do well, we're going to do a video on Facebook, and I'll put it up to the camera just for proof.
3: Yeah, but if it's been down your pants, I mean, like if you've had it in your pocket or something, <gasps> and then you stick it out, like it's still going to take a while to adjust.
5: Well, I've had it out for the last five minutes, and it's it's definitely at twelve. Rising. Well I'm def- I'm definitely getting a ten. Okay, and you're near Sorrel. So I'm, s- I'm out. I'm
2: I'm standing on a street corner in Sorrel. <laughs> um <laughs> and a bloke just drove past and said, how much?
3: <laughs> oh, OK. We'll check in with you by a
1: Your test. hearing is not a test. Pink is about to take... It's Paul and Woody podcast.
3: Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit, 100.9, 26 past 8 and 14 the top. The boys are on the streets of Hobart, which just concerns me. Mason's in the hit vehicle. He's cruising around the west side of the bridge with your windscreen
5: wipers on. I'm trying to use my indicator, but hang on. Do, cars, do the indicators all have to be on the left side or are some on the right and some on the left of the steering wheel? Because I feel like my car is different. Yeah, I'd be more concerned by what side of the road you're on. <laughs> it's, right, it's the right side in Australia, isn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> The boys are these cars swerving off the road? Uh, this just <laughs>
3: concerns me. Um, the boys are taking your tempo, but they've got their thermometers. Um, there was a mishap earlier when Apprentice Mace and Paul both got vet ones.
2: Um, <laughs> well, I didn't know that was second hand. So I was told on eBay they hadn't been used. But okay. I, I managed to pick up a clean thermometer. And as we speak, I'm on the eastern shore. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I am driving around the suburban streets of Midway Point. I'm pulling into people's driveways. I'm tooting the horn. Oh, please don't Um, do that. I'm just saying hello. I'm just saying hello. Um, Making sure that everyone's enrolled with the Australian Electoral Commission for the oncoming clever (laughs) site. And I can tell you that when I left Melbourne Street, I had seven degrees. When I crossed the bridge, it hit ten. I've been to Sorrel. I'm driving along the coast. This lovely scenic road in Midway Point. And I've hit 11, people. I'm on 11.
3: See, you should have just taken my word for it. It's sunnier on the eastern shore. It always has
5: been, Paul.
2: Yeah, look, there is plenty of sun out. uh, And, yeah, I am convinced that it's a couple of degrees warmer at the moment. But I want to cross-reference that with Mason's results on the western shore. All right, well,
3: Mason's cruising through Glenorchy at the moment. We'll check in with you boys in a sec. Uh, Tamara, hey.
4: um I was just calling up to let you know that there were sheep out on Back Tea Tree Road to let drivers
5: know to be careful. See, there you go. What
4: road was it? Back Tea Tree Road. Oh, no. This
5: is wild. This is absolutely wild. I've just driven through Sorrel, just near
2: where the Coles is, and there was a rooster on the side of the road. The size of a labrador, mind you. And it was like someone had fed it. I don't know if it had been fed like genetically engineered steroid food, but this thing was massive. Tell it to
3: stay away from legs and breasts. <laughs>
2: what? It no, might I'm just, end up being in a lunchbox.
3: I'm just saying, like, it's on that stretch.
2: I mean, by no means that uh, no, either is suggesting that and breasts wild roosters because we love leaves and fruits particularly the fellas down at the one at salamanga who always help me out on a saturday night
1: it's paul and woody podcast
3: my co-host is in the car that you could win over the next couple of weeks hobart with a thermometer taking the temperature of people on the eastern shore more details in about five minutes hey paul
2: Yeah, look, I'm in Cambridge at the moment and I'm feeling for people that have normal jobs and get stuck in traffic because it's bumper to bumper on the road into the city.
3: Thank you for that traffic report. Uh, I want to talk about, I thought this was coming, but Amber Heard throwing shade at Barnaby Joyce. Oh, this is brilliant. After it was revealed that he is a New Zealander. He's denounced it now, but he is a New Zealander. He holds a dual citizenship. Um, She said, to comfort Mr Joyce, in his hour of need, I have sent him a box of New Zealand's finest kiwi fruit. <laughs> Assuming this passes his biosecurity laws. <laughs> she didn't stop there. She then went on to tweet, when at Barnaby underscore Joyce said no one is above the law, I didn't realise he meant New Zealand law.
5: <laughs> Trending.
1: Oh, she's
5: she's throwing shame. Love it. Right? I love it. Yeah. She's been up on the Goldie filming Aquaman
2: for the DC Comic Universe movies and she plays Aquaman. Wife. Look, this time yesterday, Woody, we were having fun with Barnaby Joyce. We were celebrating the fact that he was in New
4: Zealand. That we are playing this music. I mean, who could we forget? Could not getting enough of it. Oh, you, you're being dramatic, though, because you, okay, you're saying no, we're going to war. Since then, Julie Bishop, Federal Minister for
2: Foreign Affairs. Uh, She's pretty much declared war on New Zealand. She's cried collusion, uh, the Prime Minister, conspiracy. She is suggesting that we have a scenario in which the Labor Party in this country and the Labor Party in New Zealand have teamed up and they're out to get Malcolm Turnbull and they're out to bring down the government. So we've declared war on the Kiwis. I want everyone to go to their pantry, throw out any Kiwi fruit they may have, I, I want
5: you to burn your Russell Crow DVD. What? I want you to tell your kids to throw out their woolly jumpers. Oh, God. Oh. I want
2: you to light a bonfire of chilli bins because it's time to go to war with our cousins across the Dutch. Okay.
3: You went that Trending. whole time without doing an accent. I hate accents.
1: <laughs> chill up, Chill out, sister.
3: If only you in this studio right now, it's Paul and Woody. On it's Paul and
1: Woody podcast.
3: 17 away from nine. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, thanks to Harvey Norman. We are waiting for it to get hot in here. 13, 12, 16, as soon as it does. You can get yourself on Hobart's shortest standby list. We're giving this away tomorrow. It's a Sony XB40 portable Bluetooth speaker. It's durable. It's waterproof. You know you're going to want it. Hey, boys. Hey. Thank you guys for behaving. Today we are taking a Or Apprentice Macy is on the western side of the bridge. Paul Hogan on the eastern side to find out which side of the bridge is sunnier. So far, it's been eastern shore all the way, right, Paul?
2: Yeah, I've been really shocked. Uh, I've been to Midway Point. I went out to Sorrel. I drove through Cambridge. Right now I'm cruising around Mornington and I have consistently on both of my apparatuses The one on the car. I've got two apparatuses. I have um, one a digital one on the car and an old-fashioned manual one in my hand. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Mercury? I think you have Mercury in a thermometer. Uh, And it's Reading 11 degrees consistently. Uh, a couple of times
3: it went up to 12. Well, in the city at the moment on Melville Street, we're on 8.3. Mace, where are you? Uh,
5: I am in Moona, and I am very proud to say that it is 20 degrees right now.
3: Where are you in Moona? That's a lie.
5: Uh, like... I don't need to go to the toilet, so I'm in the McDonald's toilet right now.
3: Oh, great. What a plug. What a plug for this show sponsor. You dropping your decks in Macca's Moona.
4: I'll, I'll just like thank
5: McDonald's for providing an amazing free facility. The toilets are so clean and uh, shiny, so good on Yeah, yeah. I think the concern
2: is that people would have been eating in the Moona McDonald's and seeing a young man go into a toilet
5: with a thermometer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't question
5: it, buddy. Just go with it.
3: (laughs) Not you, Mace.
1: (laughs) You pull yours back up, Mace.
3: (laughs) Paul and Woody hit 100.9.
1: It's Paul and Woody podcast.
3: That's got Hottie now, Hobart. 100.9 Kid Hobart with Paul and Woody's Hottie for Harvey Norman. Your place for all the hottest products. Paul's putting his temp out across the eastern shore.
2: More on that in a I couple of minutes, um, yes. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm cruising through Rosny. I just cut a woman off trying to drop her kids to school. I've just got to apologise for that. That was not intentional. Uh, particularly given that I'm driving a vehicle with both shit 100.9 logo on it and the cash converter logo on it
3: and you don't know how to use the stick
2: well i haven't used the stick shift for a couple of years Woody, but i'm learning as i go isn't
3: that great brilliant hey well it did just get hot in here jesse you heard it yeah, sure did Yeah, okay, well done You're on the standby list It's Hobart's shortest standby list Thanks to Harvey Norman for that Sony XB40 It's a portable Bluetooth speaker It's sexy and you can take it just about anywhere Camping, it's waterproof, it's durable You could score it I would love to
5: Because we always go camping So it'll be
2: perfect Brilliant uh, Can I <laughs> ask uh, just where she is at the moment And what the temperature is?
0: I'm um, in Sandy Bay and I have no
3: idea what the
5: temperature is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is why we should do rehearsal,
2: Paul. You never show up to rehearsal, and this is what happens.
5: Yeah, yeah well, like,
2: what? What? I'm an idiot for assuming that people carry around a thermometer?
1: Yes! <laughs> Australia's getting ready. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Songs
3: Four away from nine, Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. The boys are taking your temp today, Hobart. Apprentice Mace is on the western shore cruising around from the deck through Glenorchy and down, and Paul headed out to Sorrel and he's working his way back to find out which side of the bridge is in fact warmer, because we all know, my nana told me, my mum told me, I know it, the eastern shore's always sunnier, but Paul doesn't believe it.
2: I think that it's got more to do with the parochialism and people that live on the Eastern
5: Shore, and good on them for that. I mean, I've explored the Eastern Shore. Where are you in a hurricane? What, I, no, can't... I don't think that's me. I think that's Mason. Mason, where are you? Uh, sorry, I'll, I'm in Newtown. I'll wind the window up.
3: Why would you leave the window down?
5: I'm all checking right, the temperature. You
2: know, Here I am trying to draw a conclusion to this study that's taken us three hours, and I've got the kid with the window down. I feel like he's <laughs> on the back seat of the car. Stop <laughs> <kissing> your sister.
5: <laughs> So what are you here saying, for? Are we there yet? Oh, my God. This is just rubbish radio. Oh, no, turn this car around. Um, <laughs> I thought it was
2: due to the parochialism of people from the Eastern Shore, and that's why we were getting the high numbers. But I've learnt, Woody, from driving around the Eastern Shore today, Sorrel, Midpoint, Point, uh, Mornington, Bell Reef, rodney that the numbers are consistently higher than they are on the Western Shore.
3: See? Eat your words, my friend. Mason, where are you?
5: At Newtown, uh, in Newtown at the moment.
3: Oh, you should stop in and see Melissa. Paul's the carrier of our show, baby. She's near there.
5: Oh, I already have.
3: Oh, have you? Yeah, she loves drop-bys.
5: Yeah, I, I popped in about half an hour ago. Oh, Sorry nice, for uh, 15 minutes. Oh. Yeah, you better not have had that thermometer with you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bloody did. Okay, uh, boys. <laughs> do, you give you, do you want me to give you my findings?
3: Yes, please, Mason.
5: Started off at the deck where it was 11 degrees. Mm
3: -hmm. This was after you realised you had to put the thermometer outside of the car because you tried to give us a temp of 22.
5: (laughs) Which was, yeah,
3: yeah. Then you had Uh, a pit stop at Macca's in in Moona because you needed to do a whiz.
5: Moona, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Glenorchy Plaza was 15 degrees. Oh, that's not.
1: Are you talking about inside the
5: plaza? No, outside Uh, the plaza, out the front of shiploads, it was 15 degrees. Don't believe it. Yeah.
3: Okay, keep going.
5: Because uh, shippies have really good sales, so it was really hot out there. Um, Not a sponsor of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be expecting some free stuff from our shipboys. Uh, 10 degrees on Main Road Mooner. Yep. That was near the Maccas, and at the moment, 13 out in Newtown. And how hot was it
3: inside Paul's house with his much younger girlfriend?
5: (laughs) About 75. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Okay. (laughs) It (laughs) was that boiling point, 100. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Lee, what do you make of all of this? Well, you've got to realise the sun rises in the east. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that's why it's warmer on the eastern shore. I don't believe eastern shore. The east coast, of course, is always three to four degrees warmer than 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 we are here. But that's because the actual sun rises in the east. You get the sun probably about twenty to thirty minutes more than we do. So you're already warming up before you even start. Hence, why it is warmer. Righto.
2: You see, this is what I was discussing before, and you said it was a load of rubbish, (laughs) money From a scientific (laughs) point of view, much like we. So, in essence, believe the eastern shore; they get a head
5: Right, and that's why then as you go through the day, then if you were to go eastern shore, say it about uh, during, say, your, your daylight savings time, we're warmer in the, in the evening because we have the sun longer. We're
2: warmer on the western shore in the evening. Uh, yes,
5: because we've got the sun longer. That's the hints is why, yeah. So right. Scientifically, okay. that's why. So scientifically, we should conduct conducting this study at this time of the morning,
2: but also we should say to uh, Hamish and Andy, look, take the day off, fellas, <laughs> because we need to do it between the hours of 4 and 6. Well. <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You, All right, Lee. You can. Lee, I'll get you yeah. to ring Andy.
4: Yeah, I was going to say I'm not calling them.
1: No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: no, I'll sort that for you guys. It's so good. I'll take on the team.
0: <laughs> good on you. <laughs> hey, Mission Andy.
1: Hits Paul and Woody podcast.
0: What? Hits and old school.
1: Listen at hit.com.au. hit dot
3: com dot au. Weather. Well, I guess we're sticking around. How did you this make it back a... so quick oh, and Mace no. isn't?
2: So Mason was in Newtown when we last spoke to him, whilst I was in Rosny. And I'm standing in the building here on Melville Street and Mason is nowhere to be seen.
3: Do you know what I reckon he's done? What? He's deliberately taking a detour.
2: Like, uh, I reckon right. he's done a
3: Macca's drive through okay, or something. yeah. Because he knows that technically we have to stay on until he gets here.
2: 13, 12, 16, if you've seen the hit Jeep. <laughs> yes. That's the vehicle Mason's in. I want to know, where is it? <laughs>
3: 14 the top with a possible shower and 13 tomorrow. Hey, we love this one, don't we?
2: Another one. DJ Kelly. Some most commercial free hits in
3: Hobart. Put your
2: fake beard on. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's fun, It's, fun. it's fun. not funny.
1: DJ Paul and Woody. I don't know if you could take it. No, you want to see me naked, naked, naked. I want to... Hits, Paul and Woody podcast.